in today's show, Allison is going to interview me on my own group experiences. Oh, baby! Welcome to the Love and Sex Podcast. We're your hosts, Allison and Jeff Scott. You can listen to us on your favorite podcast platform, Coast to Coast, and around the world as we talk about sex and relationships. No topic is out of bounds, and along the way, we're going to share our own experiences, failures, and successes to help you live your best life. You're listening to the Love and Sex Podcast. You're here with Allison and Jeff. Welcome, everyone, to the show. And of course, Allison, welcome to you. Thanks, Jeff, and welcome, everyone. Before we jump into today's titillating episode. Can't wait. Can't wait. Just a quick reminder, head down to the show notes where you can join the Love and Sex Facebook group. Head over to Pink Cherry where you can get some sexy items for the bedroom and explore your sexual desires, your sexual fantasies by yourself or with your partner. doesn't matter. Just get some toys and have some fun. And hey, if you have some story ideas or show ideas, or you'd like to come on to be a guest, whatever the case may be, hit us up at the love sex podcast at gmail.com. That's the love sex podcast at gmail.com. So the little teaser that we had today, right? Let me just give you a little backstory. Last week, we did a really interesting show. Matter of fact, it has turned out to be one of our most popular shows to date, Hiles. Yes, very quickly, very popular. Mm -hmm. And of course, it was on threesomes and group sex and gangbangs. And what is everyone's fascination with it? Because there seems to be a lot of hubbub about these types of sexual acts, sexual desires, fantasies, whatever we want to call them. For some people, it's just a fantasy. Others, they go out and actually live out these things, right, Allison? Yeah, and, you know, we talked before about taboo things and how that really turns some people on. I think that is likely one reason why people are interested in, in group sex or gangbangs or um, different scenarios, different sexual experiences. But people find them interesting, even if they're not um, wanting to participate in them themselves. I know they find them interesting, and, and, and our facts show that, our numbers show that. We had a lot of people interested in the podcast very quickly. Yeah, that is very true. And and as everyone knows out there, especially those of you who follow the show, and I, I hope you know, or I, I think at least you'll have an idea of this, but one of the things that we really like about the show that, that we feel that we bring to the show is that we want to talk about the facts, the statistics, whatever the information is out there, right, that can be obtained by listening to sex, co sex coaches or sex therapists or whatever. That stuff is good to know. That stuff is interesting because there's a lot of studying and research and different things that go into these facts, and it's good to know the facts. But as you know, Allison and I also like to interject not only our opinions of, this, of these things, but also our own personal experiences, whether that has to do with sexual things of, you know, of, of the sexual nature or whether it has to do with more relationship-based things and different problems that we've had in relationships. and um, how we kind of dealt with it at the time and how we kind of see it looking back and how we might do things differently. We can all do that. And I think we can all learn from each other by doing that. And I think that's how we all relate to one another because we can all probably, you know, understand these experiences to some level because we've all gone through them. 
Right. And that's why we, when we first started the show, we were saying how we're not sex coaches. We're not sex therapists. We are just two people that have experienced a, a number of different things in our lives. And we share those ex experiences during the podcast and our opinions, of course, and our thoughts on things. Um, but because we both are extremely open-minded when it comes to sex and we have uh, friends and acquaintances and we've had some additional experiences that have exposed us to some other more interesting pieces to the sex life that's out there, we do have some experiences and extra opinions to share on certain topics. So when we did the podcast last week about group sex and gangbangs and uh, threesomes and that kind of thing, Afterwards, I thought, you know, we didn't really inject much of our own experience in this. Um, we more spoke to some of our opinions on the topic and facts that we were able to pull out. So we decided that we would take it a step further and talk about some personal experiences. Yeah, this was really interesting because after we were done with the show, we really liked how the show came out, right? We, yeah. We, we did the show and then as we often and usually do, we finish a show and then we like to talk about it. You know, how, how did, how did it go? Cause some shows just seem to flow be better than others. And Allison, you know, brought up that point. She's like, you know, we, we really didn't interject uh, a lot of, of our personal experiences. And she's like, you know, you, as I've shared on the show, right. She's like, you prior to meeting me, you were kind of involved in the lifestyle a little bit more than the average person. So she's like, why don't we do something next week where I interview you? Yeah, I can't wait. And I, I want to be clear on this. I have literally, honest to truthfully, no idea what questions she's going to ask me. This is 100% completely, completely raw. So I have no idea what this is going to be. So this should be pretty interesting. Yeah. And you know what? There's no, nothing to be afraid of, Jeff. But uh, we talked about it earlier today. And I said, you know, do you want to vet some of the questions? If Sometimes if you have an opportunity to think a little bit about um, what you might be asked, it gives you a little bit more of an opportunity to put your thoughts together. Kind of better explain something. Right. Because right? you, yeah. you might forget something or, or that kind of thing. Um, but you said, no, I, I don't want to have too much time to think about it. I want it to be very conversationalist and I don't want to know or overthink the questions too much. I just want you to ask me the questions and you were going to answer them honestly. And then, of course, you have told me about your previous experiences and we talked a little bit about it today briefly as well. Yeah. Um, and that way, if you forget something, I'll do my best to interject. Right. You know so much about this, too, that. If I do overlook something, it'll be nice because you can probably fill in the blanks in some spaces. So that'll be that'll be really great. But uh, we thought this would be an interesting format, yeah. Um, because you're you're really going to get an inside look, a re a real peek behind the scenes of what it's like to be in this lifestyle where you're involved in these different things. And again, I wasn't in it for an extended period of time, but I was in it long enough to get some experiences and see the world. Um, very clearly. Uh, so it, it's really interesting. Yeah. And I think some of the questions I'm going to ask, and we're going to dive in in just a second here, are questions that people want the answers to. So when we used to play our question game, when we were first getting to know each other, and you might be stomped on like, you didn't know what to ask me next, I would say, ask a question that you want to know the answer, um, which seems pretty obvious. But that's kind of what I did when I pulled together my questions. And it looks like more than it is. He's, he's nervous because it looks like it's three pages worth of questions, but a lot of them are just follow-ups and, and depending on how 
he answers a question, it might go in different directions for the follow-ups. But I think these are questions that people who either have an interest in the lifestyle or in, are interested in hearing firsthand from someone who participated in it, I think they're the kind of questions they would ask. So, Okay, well, I think the moment has arrived. Can you hear my heart beating? Give a little crack of the whip. Allison, fire away. Okay, so I think it's best to start in the beginning. When was your first experience with a threesome or any type of group sex? Mm, interesting. Um, this actually goes back a long time ago. I was, geez, I don't even know how old I was, but I would say somewhere around late 20s. And I had gone out with a bunch of friends, some people that were friends from high school. and. It, we we went out drinking in our in our downtown area, and we came back to one of our friends' house. Um, she it was her apartment, and me and another one of my friends were we were laying down in her bed next to her on either side of her, just talking. And somehow through the conversation, it came out that her fantasy was to be with two guys. And so, oh, interesting. Yeah, and so. It was a very awkward um, interaction. So it wasn't like there was a double penetration or there wasn't actually like with the two guys in the room, there wasn't actual penetration with okay. the two guys. There was some oral exchanged between everyone. Okay, but nothing between the two guys. Nothing right. between you and the other guy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right, right. Yeah. So oral with her and him and oral with you and her right. type thing. Okay. So. What did you think about that first like threesome experience? I know that you talked recently about how when watching porn and, and other types of group sex, you find it more interesting when there's two guys and one girl versus two girls and one guy, which people do think is what every guy's dream is. Right. 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 So what was your impression of this first experience? Like, did you enjoy it? I know you said it was a little awkward in the beginning, but. Yeah, I think the whole thing was just awkward because I didn't have any kind of experience or knowledge with it. And, and to be honest with you, I don't know that even at that time, whether I realized that this was kind of like something that I was really into, right? Or I either I knew it and I just didn't admit it to myself, or I didn't really know that part of me yet, that right. this was something that I was into. And, and so everything you know, none of us were like experienced in this realm. And, and there's just, there was so much immaturity because of, of our age at that point. And so it was just, it was just an awkward experience, but um, you know, of course it, there, there was excitement to it too. Right. Because I mean, it's, you know, like we've talked before, we each have that, that excitement from you know voyeurism and exhibitionism and, yeah. and stuff like that. So there's always a level of excitement there, but it, it was more awkward and just kind of wasn't the best because of how much awkwardness there was. So I wonder though, if, and I've thought this before about people who are participating in the lifestyle, was it weird because you guys were friends, right? So you were friends with the other guy, right? Close friends. And I'm not sure how close friends you were with the female, but was that weird? Like I would almost think that in some ways it would be easier because there's a comfort level there, but in many ways it's harder. Cause if you're about to get naked with, or have sexual experiences with, with people you know, 
it's very different than if you're doing it with people who you don't know well. Yeah, I, I can't. The one thing I can say is like that part just has never bothered me. I'm, I feel pretty confident in that regard. Um, but I think the the thing that really comes to mind right now is that I feel like at that age that I was right late twenties, again, I don't know if it was a maturity thing or, or, or how you would label this or how you would tag it, whatever. But I just didn't feel like I knew enough about that type of situation and that type of experience where I didn't have this confidence to take charge. So in other words, if that same experience, right, were to happen today, right, it would have been completely different because I'm so much more confident and understanding of of taking charge in that situation. Yeah, the scenario. And if you think about it, yeah, it actually does. Um, And I mean, you keep saying you were young and immature, whatever. You weren't that young. I mean, you were an adult. So it wasn't like, you know, you were a teenager. Um, But you didn't have a lot of exposure to it then. We're now like we've talked about so much, so much easier to get porn. You can see a lot of different scenarios. There's all the swinging websites and, and, you know, meetup sites and whatever. So yeah, there's been a lot really more exposure. Much. Yeah. yeah or it was a lot more secretive, right? The access was very different. Okay. All right. So fast forward to prior to you and I meeting, you had a period of time where you participated in what we'll call just the swinging lifestyle. Very early right? in 2022. Yep. Okay. So we talked a little bit before and you've shared before that you had some of these experiences. So Tell us a little bit about how you got invited to participate in a gangbang. <laughs> yeah, this, this is interesting. So, uh, so first of all, when I was, well, I was on the site, I was on a couple of different sites, right? Some were much better than others. I've talked about this in the past on, on previous shows too. Some sites were full of people who were basically just scammers trying to get money out of you, trying to just deceive you, right? They got off on doing different stupid shit. Um, so there, there were some sites that were really sketchy, but the site that we've always talked about and always recommended is SLS, which is Swing Lifestyle. And that is really where most of my activity occurred. How it really all came to fruition was that, you know, when you're on this website, SLS, you can do a search for you know, like I would go on, right? You do a a search for single women and couples looking right for this type of thing. And you can put in a zip code with, you know, mileage in a radius, right? And you're just going to get everyone who kind of meets that basic criteria to come in on like a search result. Okay. So you are a single male searching for either a single female or a couple that's interested for a a man to join them. Gotcha. Okay. So during that process, I came across this couple and, um, you know, and you can put like, you, you usually have your screen name and then underneath that you have kind of like your tagline, if you will. And this couple's tagline was something about, you know, the, the husband wanted to, um, put together a gangbang for his wife. So I went on and read the profile and stuff. And basically it talked about how they had been using toys at home for like four years simulating all these different gangbangs gangbang scenes and they finally wanted to to bring it to real life and and give it a try so they put an ad out there if you will to meet up uh they were looking for like uh three to four guys 
to gangbang this woman with her husband. He was going to be part of it as well as film some of it. So was this her first experience? This was her first gangbang experience outside of toys. Okay. And how many people were there total? So that was interesting too. It was very interesting because this is one of the things that I, I was learning as I was going through this process, right? So we show up, we, they, they basically rented a hotel room. And so I show up and another guy shows up at the same time in the parking lot. Now, I don't know that he's going to the room, right? right. I just know, I'm like, okay, I'm parking next to some guy. I'm like, wonder if he knows what I'm doing here. You know, I'm thinking that type of thing. Like all these thoughts are kind of going through my head. As it turns out, we both get out of our cars and we're walking to the same door. <laughs> so, you know, we're, we're both, we both knock on the door and, and the husband opens up and we walk in and we, we meet, you know, just introduce ourselves and we sit down. And then a few minutes later, another guy shows up. So there was supposed to be four guys that showed up. So the third one shows up now and he gets the, okay. He comes in, sits down, talks. another guy showed up. And this was the interesting part within a couple of seconds. I mean, fractions of a second, really. The, the husband goes, Hey, can I talk to you outside quick? So the guy's like, yeah. So all of a sudden the husband comes back and the guy's gone. Okay. He looked nothing. He looked nothing like his profile picture okay. on the website, which is something that people do, right? This is why you got to meet people in real life usually before you go yeah, through yeah, with an yeah. actual sexual experience because you need to know whoever's advertising who they are, that this is really who they are. So apparently he was, they're like, he must have been using pictures from like 20, 30 years ago. <laughs> he did. And honestly, when he walked in, I saw, ooh, this guy kind of looks like a little bit of a creature. I'm kind of surprised that this would, would fit into this group, right? So do you mean like he looked much older or? He looked much older. He, he just had a, a creepy look to him, almost not to be mean, but he, he had almost like a homeless look to him. Okay. Right. Just really, yeah, really disheveled type of thing. And so those two had exchanged a look which I found out a little later on right? after he left. I'm like, wait a minute. I'm like, how did that happen? What happened there? That, that happened so quick. He's like, she gave me the look. So they had something prearranged, right? Where there was, yeah, like, that makes sense. right? I could have walked in. They could have given the look. He could have said, Hey, you're, you're not, you know, this is, you, you're not who you advertise. You, you got to go. Okay. So that actually I, makes me thinking of a couple other questions, which I think that is probably pretty normal. The couple has some of their prearranged discussions that, of what's going to happen at the time, right? They probably have their safe words. They have other things that they've decided upon in advance. So they have this look, right? So this guy walks right. in, not they have a little they have a look, they have a signal yeah. and it's over and he's out before he's even in. So a couple of questions just came to mind. Did the other folks in the room, the other men, the you, the other guy that came in with you and the other guy look alike? Like were you similar no. body types, similar no. age? Nope. Interesting. So I, I'm curious as to why, like you said that the guy looked a little homeless, but I'm just wondering if just like, the she had a type. Look. Yeah, but did she have a type that she was looking for? Was it there didn't some criteria? seem to be a okay. type. It just seemed to be as long as the person was clean and looked presentable, I think. And I think, I don't know. I think that's kind of how the gangbangs go. Right. I think there's, I don't know. You want to have a mix, right? You don't want to have. Maybe I'm wrong. But I would think that that would be part of the excitement of it is different. Right. There's something to the fact of I don't have to find everyone to be super, super attractive. Like I'm just going to be taken by multiple men. 
And it's kind of part of, I think, like the tabooness. Right. And I don't even know if attractive necessarily is what I was thinking there, but just if you guys were similar look, whether you were all attractive or not, um, just meaning like if she had a type that she was attracted to. No. Or if I think my guess would be for a gangbang, it'd actually be nice to have different shapes and sizes. Like I'm just thinking that would make it interesting because as different people are, as you're experiencing different people in this gangbang circle, that you don't want them all to be exactly the same. Like that's part of it is to have like right. different types. Okay. Right. So the other thing that I was thinking about previously, but you kind of brought up when you're coming in, hi, how are you? Nice to meet you. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You know, um, how was all that like pre time, right? So you're, you're all in a room. Are, are you having a drink? Are you drinking water? Are, are you talking about the Yankees? Like what, what is happening when you all arrive? Right. Yeah. So I remember I went in and, um, you know, you, you got to come prepared to these things, right? Prepared means you bring condoms, you bring lube, right? So you have a little bag of stuff, if you will, a little sex bag or something. Okay, you sex know? bag. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you, you know, you, you, whatever, you bring your stuff in and I, and I set it down and I, I grabbed, you know, I introduced myself to both of them. And I, then I just sat down. There was some furniture in the room. And, um, I sat down in a chair and really it was just kind of like small talk, you know, like, Hey, where, you know, where are you guys from type thing? What do you do for work? Right. It's kind of like just small talk. Like, like you might talk to somebody when you're going out to dinner, but yet you all know that you're just there to have sex. Yeah. 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 So there is a little bit of awkwardness there because it's like, you know, but this wasn't really that bad. I have to say it was just very, very kind of bland, you know, just, just basic small talk type stuff. Like I said, um, you know, and then, um, there was alcohol there, there was water there, there was, you know, drinks there. So you could have whatever you really wanted to have. That was obviously up to you. I feel like that's a little bit of an icebreaker. Like you take a couple sips of a drink or something. It makes it a little bit, just take the edge off. Yeah. Take the edge off. So then the guy number four gets kicked out. He's, he's rejected, right? You realize everyone is there. So what happens now? Does everyone just strip? Is she taking her clothes off? Is she taking all your clothes off? Like Kind of how did that, how does it get started? Yeah. So we were all just having a drink and sitting around in a, in a circle, basically around the room. And she was just, she wasn't dressed in any particular way, like, you know, holy jeans and like a sweatshirt. Right. So it was kind of nothing special. So all of a sudden the husband goes, why don't you go jump into your outfit? Okay. So she goes into the bathroom and she comes out and she's just wearing like, you know, it was like a, like a black leather type of thing on the top, right? With some panties or whatever, right? And that was it. So then um so she, you know, she came out and whatever was, you know, then she got her drink again and she was all set. And then the husband's like, all right, well, why don't you start just kind of introducing yourself to everybody? And so she would at that point, like people start to disrobe. Okay. So um because it was the way he said it, it was kind of like you knew right? That things were going to be a little bit more sexual in nature. So she then went around the room and gave oral to everybody for a little. Okay. So hang on though. So everyone disrobed at once, right? So you're saying the guy kind of, the husband kind of said, okay, it's time to get the show on the road. Let's get going. Yeah. So there was definitely like a little bit of a, of a Dom submissive thing going on there with them. Like he was kind of directing her what to do. Right. And, okay. she, and she was yeah. kind of so there was a little bit of a dom submissive thing. So I don't know if that's part of their relationship, part of this night. 
part of their sexual thing or, you know, their agreement for this. I don't know really what it is, but there was a little bit of that there. And he was basically, basically ordering her, I, I say ordering, but it wasn't that dramatic or drastic, but definitely directing her. That's probably a better way uh, of introducing herself. And that, like I said, she went around and, and to the room and gave everyone oral. Okay. So i We've kind of repeated the same thing, but I'm not sure you answered my question. So everyone got undressed. So everyone is undressed. Right. Okay. Completely undressed. And yep. she's in her leather outfit. Right. So she goes around one by one to kind of introduce herself. He tells her, right. start introducing yourself. Right. So yep. everyone's getting undressed as she's going around, starting to introduce herself. And she gives oral to each participant, Correct. each guy that's there. Right. So you guys are just lined up. Correct. Ready to go. Yeah. Right? Like I'm are sitting you, in a chair. Okay. One of the guys was sitting on the bed. Another guy was standing up against the wall. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that's what I'm trying to get, like kind of the image of everything that's playing out. Okay. So did you, any of you or did you all have to provide uh, documentation that you were disease free? No. No. Okay. Because I know that some the of the- condoms were required. During oral also? No, not during oral, but during any kind of penetration. Okay. So- um, Which hopefully you would, you know, if you're a guy, you're using that anyway, right? Just to be safe. Right. But I'm thinking for her, if she was worried about any type of diseases, if she's giving oral without protection, it's right. she's, she's not could. that worried about that. I just know that some of the swinger sites do say, you know, drug and disease free or whatever. And there are some that require documentation that you've been tested and that kind of thing. Right. Obviously, though, the test is only as good as the date it's done. Right. right. Anything can happen the next day. You can have but, uh, horrendous disease two days later. OK, so. Everyone's getting oral. She's going around the room. Everyone's right. getting oral. So after your turn for oral, then do you just sit? Then you're just sitting there waiting. Are you? you yeah. Know, yeah. Actually, I was keeping yourself first. busy. No, no. Okay. Actually, I was first, and no. So and then she went to the next two guys. So um, is she just trying to get you guys going, or is she oral oral to making you come? Like is she? No, it's this just is to just kind of get you this guys. This is just going. a yeah. This is just like a fluffer. I you see know, what you're like saying. Kind of getting you going. Get the party started. Now, right. after the, and the oral is taking place, does her husband participate in that? Or is he starting to get involved yet? Or is he still just kind of directing traffic? Um, kind of still just directing traffic and watching her, right? Because this is kind of their fantasy too, right? I mean, this is really yeah. what it's about. This is, this is what they wanted to, to, to do. This is what they wanted to do for their sex life and their relationship. So um, he was, like I said, he was very into the filming part of it. He actually had one cell phone taped a to the ceiling above the bed Ooh. and then he was holding another cell phone and so he was filming some of the stuff that was going on did he have it like on a stick or was he just holding it he was just holding it. it interesting have you ever seen the footage yes oh okay fun um okay so she goes through her rounds right he's the filmer he's the director and filmmaker everyone's had a little bit of fluff time right then what happens so then um then he directs her to get on the bed. And then so and then basically the action starts. So right now, now she's, you know, taking off her clothes. Now she's getting oral while she's, you know, um, giving oral to, you know, multiple guys, you know, so that all that's going on now. It's just like a big oral frenzy on the bed. So who is she getting oral from? We all took turns. OK, so dang, this is this is an active <laughs> gangbang. Everyone did a little bit of everything. So. One of you were giving her oral while she was sucking on somebody else, right? Right. And then did that go through the same type of progression where everyone had a, everyone was getting sucked while she was being 
licked. Yeah. Yeah. So that just kind of like that would go on for a little while and then we would switch positions. Right. And someone else would give her oral while while receiving oral from her. So no one did you guys kind of make that up yourself or did the, the husband direct it? all? No, that just kind of happened. Right. Okay. There was kind of like just a flow to it. I don't know if that's how it happens at every one. But that's how it happened on that night. It yeah, just, see, that's what, that's what I'm wondering. And I'm sure they're all slightly different. And I think I, there might have been like someone saying, I think the husband or something may have said something like switch or, you know, like someone else try. You know yeah. what I mean? Something like that type of thing, like Keep a very casual. Or like maybe if she was sucking on someone and she like paused for a second, it was kind of like the cue to like rotate, switch it up. right? Switch yeah. it up. So then penetration right and is her husband participating yet or still no yeah so actually i think her husband was the first one to do penetration okay and so he did that and then he actually pulled out and came on her face Ooh. and then so she was while he was doing that she was giving oral to the three of us like taking turns taking turns while he was penetrating yeah. her yep wow okay and, and this was like um she i think she was I think he started off doggy style. And then I think he went to where she was on her back and then he came on her face. Okay. So he was doggy style while she was sucking on somebody else. So right. a little bit of spit roast going on. A little bit of spit yep. roast. Yeah. That's okay. the classic spit roast. And were you guys like standing or like on the other end of the bed? Or? Kneeling on the bed, sitting on the bed. Yeah. So it was just like, yeah. Okay. So it was like one in front of her and two on either side of her. Okay. So then what happened when you got to penetrate? Was she sucking on somebody else? Yeah. Okay. And how yeah. did. Did every guy there get to come? Yeah. Did you come in the condom or did you come like on her or was everybody different? In the condom? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like um, one guy pulled out, took off the condom and uh, came on her belly. I just went in the condom. Another guy pulled out, I think, and came on her butt because he was doing it doggy style. Oh, okay. Oh, so a lot of different experiences for her right. so she was getting really a little bit of everything she was so she was you know it, like, like i said it started off with oral but then it started off where she was getting she was constantly in a position where she was being penetrated and giving oral at the same time was she ever being penetrated giving oral and um using her hand on anyone yeah jerking off also yep yeah okay so you guys were getting a lot of attention but yeah, you're very yeah. rarely not getting attention right right um other than wearing protection were there any other ground rules there was, they did, the husband did try to do a double penetration with her. That was another one of their fantasies. Um, but as he was trying to put it into her butt, the guy that was, because she was on top of another guy. So she mm -hmm. was like in the forward facing cowgirl position yep. on top, right? The standard top position that we might all think of. And so the husband was trying to come in from behind to give her double penetration in the butt. and. The guy underneath, though, was going soft. And so double penetration, which is something that I learned actually through this experience, is something that is not as easy as it looks in porn because you really have to have a fairly like decent sized penis. Yeah. And it has to be super hard, right? Like it's, and it has to be hard, right? Mm -hmm. Because otherwise it just doesn't work. It certainly doesn't work with like a like a half a hard on, you know, like a, yeah. there's some kind of flaccidness to it because it, it just, everything being so tight gets pushed out and it's, so it's real. So he, the husband tried that, but it failed because of that. Um, so that it wound up never happening that night, but 
So when you was were, when you had your opportunity for penetration, were you on top or was she on top or were you behind her or was there variations? Um, well, here's the other thing is as we were doing penetration, you wouldn't just go for penetration until you came. You would do penetration for a while and then stop. So like I had, I remember at one point I was um, doing doggy um, and then I was on top and I actually came when I was on top. Um, but that's how it went. Like everyone was taking turns, so you, but you didn't come every time that you did penetration. Right, that makes sense. So right. you would have put a condom on, do your penetration, take it off, go back for the oral or the hand. And then if it, when, when it came your turn again, when you were ready to go or whatever, you would put a condom back on and do that again. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. That actually, that's helpful. Cause I was kind of curious about the whole flow of that. So was she... A screamer like which could you tell she was enjoying herself yeah, like obviously yeah. probably a lot of moaning could you a lot of orgasms from her yeah, she was she was pretty vocal yeah and she um she was a squirter too oh that's what i was gonna ask okay that's my next question so it was weird though because her husband could could do it but like no one else could. no one else can make her squirt right so it was kind of weird um mm-hmm. but like there was like a, a Whatever they did, right? I mean, there, what, so he made her squirt with his penis or fingers? No or, fingers. Oh, okay. So it was interesting because you know, if if you look at how to make a woman squirt, it typically requires two fingers inserted into mm-hmm. the vagina and curled up towards the top, so that you're right, you're vigorously shaking your arm on the G spot. But hers was an external. Oh, squirt. gotcha. So he would like rub her clit in a certain way, mm-hmm. and she would it would like she would just keep squirting. Yeah. So he knew he knew how to make it happen. I was going to actually ask that. So that must have been like very kind of um, a huge turn on for the rest of you guys there, like to watch yeah, right. her squirt yeah. and whatever. Like that's the, that's voyeurism at, at its max, right? right. You're I watching. Think, you know, I think squirting is pretty cool, right? I, it's something I like. So everyone eventually had an orgasm, right? She had right. multiple. The husband went squirted or shot the load on her face. You uh, shot the load into the condom. Someone put it on her stomach. Someone put it on her butt. Right. right. So now it's over. Right. But keep in mind now. Right. Like I said, we we would be taking turns. Right. You would yeah. do penetration. You'd go to oral, back to penetration, back to oral. So this went on for probably a good hour and a half. Other than her husband, no one else had had come yet. Uh huh. And but everyone was like, all right. And she was like, OK, I need a drink. Right. I'm dying of thirst. So she needed water. So there was actually a break in the action. <laughs> right. So we. Basically, we just we all stopped for like 15, 20 minutes, maybe okay. even a half an hour. OK. And then it's, you know, the, under the husband's direction again, he was like, all right, why don't you get back on the bed? Right. And I think he went back to giving her oral and then everyone started, started getting onto the bed again. again. Right. And so things then resumed. So when all was said and done, this this went on for like three, three and a half hours. Oh, my God. Everyone must have been exhausted. Right. It was that's, that's a exhausting. workout. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was because it was, you know, it was hot. It was so but her all of you only came once except for her right. and her husband. OK, so finally, it is all over now. Right. What did you like the most about it? It's one thing to watch a gangbang in a porno. Right. We're watching actors. We're seeing this. We're seeing that. But to actually see it in real life and seeing the sex going on before you having sex with someone while others are there watching you. If you're in if you get any kind of excitement or jolt from that voyeurism Mm -hmm. exhibition piece, this is for you. Like it's 
it's it's really erotic in person, right? It's really exciting because you can't just there's so much energy that is kind of in the room, right? There's like this sexual energy that's going on and you can't help but kind of feel it. So it's just so much different than anything you've ever watched. It it just doesn't, it's so much better than any porn you've ever watched. I can imagine, right? Because you're you're living it face to face. So not only are you participating in it, but people are watching you. And then right. you're also watching the scene as it plays out, which is super cool. What was it like between you and the other men? Like, was there like any like, gesturing or like motioning for you go next or like smiling or high-fiving or like, or was it really just all focused on her? Um, I think douchebags would high-five each other. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I joke, I'm partially joking. I just, <laughs> I, I, I'm just curious about like five naked guys around a woman, like uh, you're strangers to each other, but you're all, you know, having a sexual experience together. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, that's definitely, I mean, this was the first gangbang that I had ever participated in, obviously, right, as we were talking about, but I wasn't sure how that would feel, right? How does it feel to be in a room where that's all going on, right? But it, it, honestly, like, it didn't bother me in the least. It didn't bother me in the least. Like, no one is like, people, we talk all the time that so many people in this lifestyle are respectful. Oh, yeah, right? yeah. And, mm -hmm. And just cool and chill. And that's how this group was. It wasn't, it wasn't some asshole that came in that thinks he's in a porn, right? And he's, and he's talking to her like he's a porn star, right? Yeah, yeah. It was more like everyday people. It was, I mean, yeah, I mean, there was like, the husband especially was dirty talking to her and doing, you know, saying different things to her. But it wasn't like this outrageous thing that you might see in a porn. Like it was naughty talk, but it wasn't like degrading right. or anything. Okay. Um, so was there any kissing? Yes, there was kissing. He did allow that that night. And so there was kissing. Okay. And I thought that was going to be a different answer. So, okay. And then what was like her reactions when, as you guys are, you know, having this experience together, is she saying your names? Is she calling you baby? Is she like, is there like interaction between her and the different men or is it just pretty much between her and her husband and everyone else are just participants. Um, yeah, I mean, she didn't call anyone baby. Well, I mean, cause um, I know a lot of sex experiences. People will say, Hey baby, or, you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> You've watched too many porns. Um, no, I mean, she did not do any of that. Um, there was kissing and different things like that, but there, there really wasn't a lot of talk between her and the other guys as or, or or even myself as far as like, hey, baby, or, you know, that type of thing like that you might say during sex. Mm -hmm. um, there really wasn't any of that. It was mainly like, you know, she would make comments about, you know, something feeling good. I'll, you know, don't stop doing that. Yeah, or, of course. Yeah. She right, wants so, to make sure you know what you're, right, you're some, in the right spot. She some wants of the you basic to know. things mm -hmm. that you would expect. Right. Keep doing that or do it fast. Excuse me. Do it faster. Um, you know, those types of things. But she didn't call you guys by name. Or no, like that. no. Okay. So it all works out. Everyone has fun. She's exhausted. You're exhausted. Three and a half hours of a romp. Um, and it's time for everyone to go. Right. So it's over now. What was the follow up? Did, you know, did he send you a thank you? Did you, did you reach out and say, you know, I had a good time or. Yeah. So I, you know, I don't know, honestly, what the etiquette is. I just know what my etiquette is. Right. And so I, I find and I've talked a ton about this, about a lot of the guys on these websites 
are just complete assholes. They're very rude. Yeah. Right. They they treat the the women like shit. They treat the they treat the couple like shit. They're just very disrespectful. And um, you know, I, I just think if you're going to be in this lifestyle and you want to go into someone else's world, if they're open enough and kind enough to let you into that world, it's a very private thing. Yeah. Um, and so I feel like these people deserve respect. Um, and so after this took place, I think it was like the next day or two, I sent a message through SLS to them saying, Hey, it was really nice to meet you guys. Um, it was, you know, a really fun experience. I just wanted to thank you again for, you know, for, for a great time. And, you know, hopefully we'll, we'll meet up someday soon. Okay. You know, that type of thing. Yep. Like a follow-up. And so what was their response? Nothing. It was very, very brief. Um, from what I remember, it was like, Hey, it was great to meet you. You know, thanks for helping making our fantasy come true type thing. You know, <laughs> you know, we'll, we'll be, uh, we'll reach out to you in the future. You know, when we decide to do this again. Okay. And have you heard from them ever again? Well, this is a couple that I met up with a second time. Yeah. So it was supposed to be me and one of the other guys that went to the gangbang. We were supposed to go to their actual house to basically make another night of it. And a much smaller group, right? Well, not much smaller. It was going to be minus one guy. So there was oh, okay. one other guy that was at the hotel, right? There was four of us. So total, he didn't get invited, which back. included the husband. Okay. Um, so he didn't get invited back. He was, um, of all of us that were there, he was a slightly older gentleman. Mm -hmm. I would probably say late fifties, early sixties. And she was 34, I believe. Okay. So I don't think that he was a very nice and polite guy, very quiet actually. But I think it was just probably a little bit of, he was a little too old for her liking. Right. Was he the one by any chance that was unsuccessful in the DP? No. Oh, okay. So that was the no, other was guy. The other guy. Okay. Yep. Yep. So, so it was supposed to be me and this other guy going to their house. And I found out that day that he had to cancel. So I just wound up going by myself. Okay. So they wanted, they wanted to keep the, the uh, meetup, but just limit it to just you, her and her husband. Right. Okay. And you were at their house. So you get there, you arrive at their house. Yeah. So pros and cons, right? So a little bit less awkward because there's not as many people around. You're not introducing yourself to a whole group of people. And I've already met them once. You've already met them once, right? So pro. Con is, it's just you, right? So there's no one else to lean on. There's no one else to, to be your comrade in this thing. It's, it's you and them, right? right. They're a couple. Right. They're married. And, and you have met them one time previously. Obviously, it was an intimate Right. Situation, but it's not, right, yeah. it's not like you met them right. at Applebee's. Um, <laughs> so what happened when you got there? How, how did this go? I mean, obviously it's a much different than last time you've. So really kind of the basic thing, right? I walk in, say hi to them. How you guys been right? Real small talk. And the husband immediately goes, you know what to do when a guest walks in the house, go introduce yourself, go say hi properly. Oh, so she comes over and then just drops to her knees and does oral for a little. She take she took your clothes off. She just took my wiener out. Ah, she unzipped your pants. Right. Interesting. Are you like in the foyer or are you like in the house <laughs> I, now? <laughs> I came I came up. They had like you came in the foyer. You went up up a set of stairs and then you were into their kitchen. So I was just standing in the kitchen. Oh, that's interesting. Kitchen sex. OK. And then where did you proceed from there? 
So then we just hung out and um, had a drink. They actually ordered. You had a drink with your dick out or? No, my dick was back in. <laughs> you're so I'm, funny, Allison. You're not really painting the picture. No. So I sit down at the table. They actually ordered dinner and it got delivered while I was there. But they were like, you know, did you, do you want anything? So, that, you know, I was like, no, I'm good. So, but they ordered dinner and it actually came. We were just hanging out and having some drinks and talking just shooting the shit about just like nonsense stuff, like nothing important. Is your husband in his thirties too, or was he a little bit older? No, he's actually a little bit older. Okay. He's like, God, how old was he? I think the other guy must have, the guy that I was just talking about that didn't come, he, he had to be in his early sixties. Okay. When I think back about it, but the husband, he was, I think like 56, 57. Okay. So much, much older than his wife. Yeah. And she's 34. Okay. So, did they eat dinner while you were there and you were talking, yeah. having a couple of drinks? Okay. So yeah, then I think what, they got like Chinese food or something. Then what happened? Paint so, the picture for us. Yeah. So, so we have dinner, more small talk. And he's like, so then he starts like pressing. He's like, Hey, you want to see some of the footage from the first meetup? Oh, that's how you got to watch it. Right. So nice. he's like, let's, let's go. We'll, we'll all go downstairs. So we go down to their bedroom, which was downstairs. And like, I don't even know. I I just remembered this. I don't even know if I told you this when I previously talked about this whole story. But like a lot of this is new to me. On their bed, he like put in like these wood things, like on the on what would be like the headboard, mm-hmm. right? That held restraints. So her arms would go into those, and then he had like these like ropes or something that her legs went into. So like, she was like, you know, you could restrain her. Like she was restrained with her hands, but her legs were spread wide open. Okay. So they, but they had that, like, it was like a homemade DIY, you know, it was really cheesy looking. I mean, it looked really kind of like, like that of a criminal. Not to mention (laughs) the fact, what if guests come over and use the master bed bathroom? Hey, they uh, say that what's up with your bed. I like your fuck toys. Yeah. Okay. So great. So you go down there, you watch the footage. Yeah. So like she's laying, in the middle of the bed, he's on the other side of her, I'm on one side of her, and we're watching the footage, right, of what went on last time. you have time. your clothes on or no? Um, yeah, I think it started out like that. But, like, as we were watching the, the footage, right, she started, like, reaching out to kind of play with both of us. Uh-huh. So then, you know, then everyone gets naked. Yeah. Well, because it's exciting because you're watching it, right, on the big screen. <laughs> they stream it up to the TV, yeah. right? You're watching it. Yep. That, I can only imagine that the only thing better than being there in person is rewatching the video. <laughs> it must have been pretty fun to watch. It was. It's, it was, it was kind of cool because it, you had that cell phone view from the ceiling, right? Yeah. That was over the bed of what watching everything everyone was doing. And like I said, he was also doing some filming um, of what he was hand holding, but most of the footage was the above the bed camera. Okay. Okay. Was it positioned well though? Could you see stuff? I mean, was it? Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. kind of cool. So he had that rigged in a hotel, like yeah, it was like duct, duct taped, taped it. it was I was gonna say to the freaking ceiling, and it was just like, it was on for four hours. I'm surprised yeah, the battery didn't this die. This guy's like he total was, DIY. <laughs> no, he, he's his homemade. Fuck he's positioning you, yeah. He's positioning you on the on the bed. Like you got to move down a little bit to get into the cell his phone duct taped camera to the ceiling. Yeah. It was it was the first. It was a high budget. Well, not high too, budget film. Three and a half hours later, I'm surprised that battery didn't die. But but he's like, we watch this every night. Back to, it was something well, that they really. 
enjoyed. Right? I can imagine. I can imagine if that was her fantasy and he made it come true. I can imagine that was fun. Okay. So you guys are all together. You're having this, you know, sexual encounter. She's re- touching out to both of you. Obviously she's kissing you guys and that kind of thing. Um, and then what happened? How did you kind of get into the, the threesome DP scene? Yeah. So, so it, it goes through, right? She, I mean, she's doing that, right? And then it starts with um, taking turns doing oral on her. And then she's doing oral to either one, vice versa of us, right? And then, you know, he goes right to the penetration. And so then it becomes like the spit roast type of deal. And we switch just like the night of the gangbang, right? Rubber on, do penetration, take it off, go back to oral. So it was that type of thing that kept switching and going back and forth, going back and forth. But one of the main things of that night, one of the main purposes was for the attempt of a DP, which was really funny because as it started, she was like leaning to the right and her hair caught on fire with the candles that were on the side of the bed. Oh my God. So her head literally caught on fire. fire. All of a sudden. You can smell something. It smells funny. I'm on the bottom, right? In the vagina, like doing that same position that they were trying to do the night of the gangbang where like it's the standard cowgirl type pose and so i'm on the bottom and he was behind her going into the butt and so her head caught on fire he started smacking her in the head and i didn't know (laughs) what was going on all of a sudden like she like came up and her head was on fire it was oh my god couldn't you smell like burnt hair i did for a second yeah Yeah, i'm like oh my god that was fucking please tell me you guys just kept going we did oh my god that's freaking hysterical so it was just like a, a quick a quick hesitation. It's only a second degree burn. Said, yeah, the, the, the fire's out. We'll we'll figure out how we're going to get hair back there later. She had a couple glasses of wine. She's not feeling <laughs> yeah. it right now. So the DP was successful. So then we went back to the DP efforts and it was successful. And that was obviously her fantasy to do to be DP'd. And um, it, it went very well. So that was her first experience with DP, and that was your first experience with and DP. His. And his. Okay. Wow. Okay. And it was successful. So you guys took turns. Did you only stay in the vagina? Was the butt reserved for him? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah, yeah. mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's just, uh, you know, I, that was, as far as I know, their second and only time that they had brought anyone else into their bedroom, right? The gangbang was the first, mm-hmm. which I was at. And as far as I know, they didn't have any other meetups with anyone before my second visit with them. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, interesting. So you guys were experiencing something together for the first time, all of you. So that's kind of cool, right? Um, but then it got weird. Why? Because then um, the husband, like she was laying, sitting on the bed and the husband went out of the room and then she laid down like on me and gave me some kisses. And then the husband came back and said, okay, um, we got to have a new rule. No kissing. Oh. He goes, I'm, I'm not jealous, but I am. Interesting. Yeah. So he didn't like it. So things got like a little weird, right? So this was, this is what we talk about though, right? With couples, like they, they have to have their ground rules. Right. And once he said he, it's good for him though, right? Once he realized he was no longer comfortable with that rule. He changed right, the rule, he changed right? The rule. So he, they both needed to be comfortable with all of their rules. He decided he was no longer comfortable and he changed the rule, which, and I'm sure she was completely understanding of that, right? Yeah, I think so. Well, you paused she, there. She, well, she gave a funny look when he said it. 
maybe because the role changed midstream, right? Yeah. So you'd, it, it, the role had been changed from the different. Right. And maybe after having that whole experience, right? If you were on top and he was behind, was she kissing you during the? Yeah. During, okay. So maybe he, that just made him uncomfortable for some reason or yeah. another. Why are you pausing? No, I'm just, I'm just thinking You're about reflecting that. I, I, about yeah, it. I'm kind of reflecting and thinking that, that, that could be, you know, there could be truth to that. Yeah. So what was your favorite thing about this particular DP? Well, it was the first time that I had ever experienced it. And with a toy or anything, you've n- had never experienced right. DP even with a toy before. Right. right? Okay. Right. So this was, I mean, yeah, I had never even simulated a double penetration. That's what I meant. Let yeah. alone experienced one. an actual real mm-hmm. double penetration. And it is, it's just cool, right? I mean, it's just, it's just a different experience. It's again, there's something to the woman who's who's doing that right because it, again it, you, we've talked about this all the time it's that taboo thing like a lady's not supposed to do this right right it's, right. it's not it's not proper but right? here it's, she is like you know getting double penetrated and she's liking it she's loving it right actually yeah. i'm sure she's screaming yeah. did she squirt no not that i know of i would think with the with if she's a squirter i would think with the dp that that might even make it more well, we possible. just talked about this right mm-hmm. with dps you can have a vaginal orgasm as well as an anal yeah, orgasm. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. She could have been completely overwhelmed. I can only imagine how amazing that was for her. So did he come on her again or did he come in her butt? No, he came in her butt. Okay. Yeah. So here's something interesting, and sorry, I'm digressing. Like, what happens when there's two guys and you don't come at the same time? Right. So when he came in her butt, had you already come? No. Okay, so now what happens to you? So now... Um, the DB stops. Okay. And now then you he finish. Puts, now he puts her in his homemade contraption oh. where she's restrained. And so now it's just, we're taking turns. Oh, okay. And she's restrained. And she's restrained. Wow. Okay. And then you eventually get to come. And then I eventually. Okay. When you were on top. Yeah. Wow. Okay. What was the restraining thing like? Was it weird or was it? Yeah, it was weird because it was homemade, right? So it looks super cheesy. She couldn't move. Her legs were spread. I think Jeffrey Dahmer had the same one in his basement. (laughs) (laughs) So you... That experience goes well. You know, the rules change midstream. That's fine. Everyone's okay. Yeah, it got a little yeah. weird when he brought up the kissing thing, right? Like that kind, you could just feel the shift in the mood just because no one expected like that comment. Mm-hmm. Like, I guess it was like a problem arose. Was that was that after the whole thing or just yeah. after the DP? So it was after she had been restrained and you came and all that. Right. It, was, it was at the very end. It was okay. at the very end. So P.S., by the way, I kind of feel him right now because it's over. So if it's now over, why is she still kissing you? Right. I kind of get that too, yeah. actually. So I'm maybe she felt like a closeness and it just was kind of like wrapping up the end of it. But I kind of feel him on that. If it was kind of midstream, yeah, to I me, that's a little odder. No, I agree with you. I don't think like I, that's where it's very important for couples to, and I, I'm going to say something, but it's going to come out completely wrong. So let me say what I have to say and then I'll go back to it. Okay. But this is what we talked about in the last episode where- if you're going to have this situation, you need to be able to separate love from sex. And so by no means am I saying she was saying she loved me. Right. But what I'm saying is that maybe you're right. Maybe there was, maybe that experience for her was so overwhelming or something, right. She had like this, this rush of closeness or something to everyone, right. To both like people that were in the room that, that, that gave her this experience. I don't know. Right. But I'm just wondering like that's, but that's where as a couple, like I think, you, you have to say, okay, the act's over tonight. 
Right. Right. It's time to go now. Right. Like that's, that's how most other couples in my experience worked it. Right. It could seem like, okay, you're there having sex and you're doing these things, but it's over now. Right. Have a good night. Right. Thanks for coming. Thanks for coming. You know, um, well, we might call you again. So I think you're probably right. I think we, we both are, it's, it's, you're right. It's the, the mix of our separation rather of sex and love. But I just, I do think probably there's some excitement and some closeness and some just like I, closeness is the only word I can use, but it sounds like it's an emotional thing. And I don't right. really mean it that way. I just mean it kind of like the experience was successful. Right. That, and I think that's what I was, that's, I'm glad you said it that way. Cause I think that's what I was trying to make a point to. It wasn't love. Like it was an emotional connection. Right. It, it was just a, like an experience. It was an a experience. successful experience. I would think. And then ha, did you hear from them again after that? I did, but um, I was, I was getting out and said that, that I wouldn't be, you know, be meeting with them be anymore. Meeting with anyone anymore. Yeah. So you didn't meet with them again, No. but you did have an experience with another couple. Yeah. So had an experience with another couple, uh, another couple that I actually met up with a couple of times and uh, two times or two times. And the second time this was really weird. He told me that they had invited a guy to come that night. And it happened to be one of the guys from the gangbang that was supposed to go to that couple's house, but had canceled. And did he, he came this time. He came this time. Weird. What a small world, right? right? So you guys must be the top notch. Everybody wanted you. Like, it, you know what I mean? Like for this type of scenario, right? Did he seem like another like clean cut street, honest type guy or? Um, yeah, I think for the most part, I don't, I didn't know him very well, but Obviously. I mean, he seemed like. Well, you spent oh, three hours naked with him, but <laughs> yeah. besides that, I didn't <laughs> I know him mean, well. <laughs> how else do you get to know anyone better than that? Um, but okay. yeah, I mean, he was, he was, a, he was a nice, decent guy. He didn't seem like a, like an asshole at all. So the first time you met with a couple, it was just you and them. And the right. second time it was you, another guy in them. Um, and all, all those experiences were DP. She had DP and. No DP with her. Oh, no DP with her. No DP with her. That was strictly. Just a threesome and a foursome. Um, no, the husband never participated. So with this particular couple, this husband only liked to watch. Okay. But this, we talk about a couple, right? who met up with another couple where the wife made the guy sit in the corner. Yeah. Right. We've talked about this a lot. We just talked about yep, it on the last show. Recently. This was the couple that shared some of this information with me, shared some of their stories about other meetups they had. So interesting though, he participated in that scenario. He participated in the, the foursome, mm -hmm. but he had this thing where he liked to watch her have sex with other people. Okay. He didn't, this wasn't, he wasn't, right, there's all sorts of, I guess you could call that the cuckold, right? Yeah, yeah. That, like a cuckold experience. But I think we often hear the word cuckold and we think that it's the degrading type of cuckolding, right? Where there's like right. dirty talk where yep. you're degrading. Um, but that's not, there's really, there's a lot of variations to that. So there can be cuckolding where there's absolutely none of that. It's a very respectful type of cuckolding. Yeah. Um, and that's what this was like. So um, they were very, very nice, very down to earth type of couple, like everyday couple that you would never know if you saw out to dinner or out at the mall course, right? yeah. or anything like that. Yeah. So yeah. Like just like no one would know about you. I mean, right. you just no don't one know. Would know about me. OK, so you met with this couple twice. The first time it was just you and she that participated and he watched. And then the right. second time it was you, the other guy, and right. she participated and the guy watched. Right. Did he film you, too? 
No. Oh, no. uh, okay. He did not do any filming. No pictures? No. So, of all the experiences, you had the gangbang, you had the DP. How long was that experience, by the way? What's that? The, the DP experience where... How long did the actual like DP time. last? No, the entire experience, because it sounded like there was a lot of different variations of that, too, with the restraints and whatnot. Oh, you mean how long did that whole session last? Yeah. Um, I would say that that was probably about two hours. Dang, these are, this is pretty impressive. These are long yeah. experiences, right? Yeah, they are. But I mean, it, it's, you know, it's, they're longer, too, because of the fact that you're, there's a lot of stop, st- st- uh, starting and stopping. Of course, yeah. But you're changing positions. Right. So it's not like you're starting over, not like it's constant penetration. You're penetrating. And then maybe you start to get like a a feeling and you might stop or slow up or change positions or switch it up so that you don't ejaculate. You can last. Yeah. Well, when you are changing it up, that automatically slows that down. Right. Right. Once once you stop the penetration, you boom, you cut it off. So um, with this last couple where the husband didn't participate, you had the one experience with just you and her and the one with the other guy. How long were those scenarios, those meetups? Maybe an hour. Okay, a little bit shorter. Yeah. Not as much, yeah. And no videos. That's too bad. That's the fun part. That's, <laughs> that's the aftercare, right? Um, but this couple, was there kissing allowed here? Was there what? Kissing allowed. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. As a matter of fact, um, I because I had shared with them the experience of the gangbang, right? Because they kind of asked, you know, what have you been doing, right? Mm-hmm. How's, how are things going for you on the site? What have you been up to? And so I kind of explained to them kind of the situation that I was going through. I even t- told them about the whole, at the end of that, there's no kissing type thing. Right, they and, changed the rules. Uh-huh. And, you know, so this couple had been doing this for a while. And so they had a very different stance and a very different perspective. And so her husband was like, I don't understand that. What's sex without kissing? Yeah. Right? So he didn't look at it as a... And I get why people have those rules, right? Because it, they look at it as that's a more emotional type of sexual act. Can be. More than penetration, right? Or oral sex. Um, kissing can be a very intimate, emotional experience. Um, so that's why the one couple didn't want to do it. But this couple, very interesting. The guy was like, I just don't understand how you have sex without kissing. So he clearly didn't view kissing to the level that the other guy had viewed it. Yeah, right? or you, just, did, you just said something about the other couple said no kissing. That's not how it was. It was kissing all along until that moment. Right. Right. right, so, right. That's a good point. And so, and then, and I get it too. I mean, I think I probably would be of the same opinion if I was going to have a shared sexual experience of some sort. Right. I would expect there to be some kissing only because that kind of is part of the experience, kind of how it gets you going. Like if you are going to allow another man's penis into your wife, what's the difference you if you allow his tongue into her mouth? Like it doesn't, right. to me, it's kind of, I kind of think it's, and I say that word allow, I'm not saying that she, he has to allow her to do anything, but if it's a, a situation you're comfortable with, it kind of, I think the no kissing thing, which I have heard is kind of common. Very common. Um, Very common. I actually also don't hundred percent understand it. Like, but again, I don't understand other rules and that people have for any type of situation. So right. it's, it's your own comfort level. I'm not judging in any way, sure. but I can kind of appreciate that. I would be on his way of thinking of kissing is part of sex. So if you're going to kiss and suck and lick and rub and touch and penetrate and whatever, that kissing's part of it. That, that right. would be, that's, that's, you know, from inexperienced me, that's kind of what I would think as well. Right. 
So, which is very interesting because that kind of leads us to um, situations that I experienced on that site that I've told you about before. And there was one couple that I had been speaking with. I never actually met up with this couple because as that was about to happen, I actually got off the site because we met. Yeah. And, um, but this couple, right. They wanted to be in a situation where when, if, if I had been in a, in a situation where I didn't meet up with them, I would have met up with the wife and the husband. Right. And that's how it would have, would have went. But assuming that both of them kind of gave their nod of approval, uh-huh. they were to the, the point, the husband was completely fine. Like, like she could have went out on dates with me. Right. Without him present. Yeah. That's a big difference. That's right? a big difference. That seems more like almost like an open marriage. That's more of an open marriage. Yeah. Versus yeah. just like a swinging type thing. Because so- yeah, could she could do meetups alone. So, I mean, you could, Take her out to dinner in a hotel, I, you know, whatever. But I mean, that's how they, that's how they did it. So it's an open marriage, but with parameters. So she couldn't just go out and be with any guy. No. She could go out with guys that he had also met with and you'd, you'd had an experience. Right. So they both sort. had to, again, give that nod of approval and agree that, hey, this person's okay, right? This seems like a safe situation, a good fit, whatever. Whatever met their criteria for that. But as long as you passed both of their judgments yeah right? their their assessments of whatever um you you know she was free to do that yes wow. so that's a big step though like that's very different than anything else because the husband's not there to see anything or see what's going on exactly yeah that's a big difference but you know what's the most interesting to me about the whole scenario is i know there's other couples that you had spoken with that you know you likely would have met up with at some point you know had we not met and you you removed yourself from that lifestyle is that in the brief period of time that you participated in the lifestyle, you had a bunch of different experiences with a lot of different types of rules and setups and scenarios. It just goes to show how much is out there um, and how much different types of experiences you can be having. Right. Because I also told you about the couple. This was interesting. This was a couple in my local area who I met on SLS and we moved it from communicating on SLS to communicating on the phone. But their number was coming across as no caller ID every time they called me. And for me, even though I'm the guy, right? And a lot of people might not understand this. You don't know who the hell's on the other end of that message. You have no idea. And so whether you're a man or a woman, you need to follow proper safety for online activity like this to a T. Yeah. So I had actually, as I told you, Allison, I downloaded an app. It costs some money, but basically it would tell you it would turn whatever no caller ID call was coming in. It would tell you the phone number. And so that's what I did. And what I discovered was the reason why they were no calling ID. These two people owned a prominent business in our area. Yeah. And so they were trying to keep their, um, their identities very, very secretive because this particular couple really, I was just talking about cuckolding. They really wanted to go to the extreme. He wanted to be humiliated. Like, and so did she, she wanted, you know, she was like, you know, upon meetup or whatever, you know, I think what it'll be like is, um, you know, maybe, uh, we'll meet you at a bar and then, you know, we'll drive to a hotel and I'll be in the back with you doing things to you. And, you know, you're gonna, you're gonna like, you know, tell my husband, like what a little slut and a whore I am. And, 
all these different things. So like that's they, yeah, that is a big extreme, very different type situation. Yeah. So she wanted someone who was going to come in and be very dominating to her, tell her what to do, right? Do the whole slot whore, you know, those types of things, and you know, make fun of him. Um, all these types of things that you might see. So they wanted that real extreme experience, but again, it just never happened because I I wound up getting off the site. Yeah. Wow. So to to my point though, very brief period of time and lots of different look at how different all of those experiences yeah. are. Right? So you have to pick one, right? You have to pick one. What was your favorite? I think the gangbang. And why? Because I just think that it was like so so erotic, like that whole scenario, right? Of four people and the one woman just like, you know, penetration after penetration, yeah. oral at the same time. Was like she the whole, petite? Like I was she like a petite woman or she wasn't petite, no, but um I mean I'm just wondering, like that's say, a lot would, to take. Yeah. I would just say average. Mm-hmm. You know, I would say maybe she was like Five, 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 six. Okay. Yeah. So um, she was in seat. Yeah. Maybe like, I don't know, 125, 130 pounds. Okay. Maybe a little more. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Just, I just was thinking of that's a, a long activity with a lot of people and that that would be a lot on her body. Right. It's a lot yeah. to take, especially if she's having multiple orgasms and squirting <laughs> yeah. or whatever. It just, it exhausts right. you. It, it was exhausting. Like you mm-hmm. really felt like, I mean, they say, right. We've talked about sex doesn't burn that many calories, right? But it's like, you need... It doesn't make sense. It should. It burns like a million. It feels like it, right? right? It does, right? If, you know, it says like sex is the equivalent of running up two flights of stairs, but there's like times, and I've talked about this too, mm-hmm. we've had sex and I'm like, holy fuck, I feel like I'm going to die. Yeah. Right? Like it, it doesn't feel like it feels when I run up two flights of stairs, but they say you need like a half an hour of sex to burn like, what is it? 180 calories? That's well, okay. Stupid. You, you had like three and a half hours. So I think, I think you at least ran a 5K in that experience. <laughs> Okay, fun. So, I mean, I guess in wrap up, we talked a little bit about what your favorite one was, which was the gangbang. Um, you had already kind of answered one of my questions previously when I asked you if you enjoyed it more when you were older. Oh, and, right. Compared to when I had that first experience. Yeah. Right, back in my 20s. Yeah. Because yeah. it was, you were just a little bit further along, like in your awareness. I of knew yourself. myself so much better later on, obviously, in life. I didn't know myself very well then or. Like I said, I don't know if it was just I couldn't admit to myself the things I liked because there was like more shame at that time. Yeah. Or I didn't know that I liked that stuff as much as I do. But now, like where I am now today, I'm just so much more at peace with who I am and what I like. Yeah. And, um, you know, and of course, being with a partner like you where I can express those things without judgment. I mean, I mean, if you don't have that, you just can't understand how freeing that is. In a relationship. And I think so many people think they have it, but they're not really being true to themselves. No. Right? There's always something that's not sharing. It's they think they're strange or they think that no one will understand. appreciate or understand. Yeah. Right. I totally get that because I was living that myself as well. Okay. So you could have changed anything about these four meetups that you shared with us. Right. So the gangbang, the DP, and then the two meetups with the other couple, you could have changed anything. What would you have changed? If anything, I don't know. That's, I mean, that's a tough question. Um, Do you think you would have enjoyed these situations if there were more women present? More. You mean like multiple women? 
Yeah. So like, we'll just say well, definitely. I mean, I think it definitely would have been another layer to the experiences. And I think it would have been sure it would have been a fun experience. Right. Yeah. So more like an orgy setup of right. some sort or swap swap type setup versus right. just the gangbang. I mean, the gangbang obviously is all focused on one female. So it's an amazing experience for her. Very erotic for you, as you shared and for the other men, I'm sure. But really, it was all about her in the end, right? Well, one of the things that the couple who I met up with for the gangbang, right? And the couple I later went to their house for the the DP thing. um, They were actually telling me while we were talking that night, one of the things that they had mentioned was that they wanted, she wanted to have an experience with a woman. So they were looking to meet either either on SLS. They wanted to do another gangbang scenario but they wanted to either bring in another single woman or a couple, a couple. where the mm-hmm. wife would be involved um, in the gangbang. But they also, she also wanted to experiment a little bit with a woman. Gotcha. So if the other woman that would participate would have to at least. The other woman would have to at least have a lesbian experience with her, yep. okay. right? A, a woman on woman experience and participate in the gangbang. Okay. So that's what they were trying to put together for the future. I don't know, obviously, if that ever came to yeah. fruition yeah. for them because. I don't know, mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean that, you know, that, I think that could have been a pretty cool scenario too. Like if something like that had played out. Yeah. I mean, it takes a little bit of, um, because two women like in the room, like maybe both being spit roasted, you know, or, or gangbang, like, right. That could be a pretty hot scenario. Yeah. It would really change the dynamic. Yeah. Even if you added a couple more guys, but you added one more woman. Okay, so I think we've kind of hit on these experiences and gotten a little bit more of the juicy details from you. But what else do you think there is for you to add about this? Like anyone, you know, that might be listening that has questions or how this um, played out or how you got involved or the things that were great about it, the things that, you know, were not so great about it. The first thing that I would say to any single person, whether you're a man or woman, or whether you're a couple, I mean, the advice really isn't going to be that different, regardless of your situation. But the first thing, obviously, is if you're going to get on one of these websites, we've said this a lot, make sure you use something reputable. Not that a site like the Swing Lifestyle, the SLS, not that there's fake people on there. I'm sure there's fake people on there. I'm sure there's, you know, people just being assholes on there looking to mess with people or scam people. But I really did not find that to be the rule during my time on it. And so take it slow, protect yourself like you would on any online resource like this, right? Whether it's a dating app or a sex hookup act, right? Protect yourself and be smart with how you handle yourself online. Um, be respectful of other people. There was nothing worse. Every I I was very respectful when I reach out, when I, you know, would reach out to couples, I would say, Hey, this is what I am. This is what I'm into. Um, I was very respectful though. I didn't talk shit. I wasn't like, Hey, nice tits. You know, right. that's, yeah, what a lot, ridiculous. that's like, so that's what so many, every couple that I met up with, that's was their biggest complaint about the single guys on that site. And that's why the single guys get such a bad rap on that site. So if you go on and you're just a nice, genuine guy and you treat people with respect, I was on there for a few weeks and had a bunch of experiences and a bunch of conversations with people that were going to be experiences in the near future if I didn't get off the site. Right. Mm -hmm. So if you go on and you're and you're cool about it and you're not an asshole or a douchebag, you you can have a lot of success there and you can meet a lot of great people. 
Um, that couple that I, that you were just asking me about that I met up with, they had told me about another experience about a guy that showed up and like, they weren't into like the, the grading thing, right? That wasn't their bad, right? The, the husband, it was, he wanted a respectful situation. Yeah. And this guy like started calling his wife like a fuck pig. Oh my God. Right. And so like, it got like, it got really weird for them. Right. And they're like, he'll never be invited back. Yeah. Right. Well, why? That's, he was no. an asshole. Mm-hmm. Right. This guy thinks he's like in some kind of porn. Well, I'm surprised that wouldn't have come up in their conversations. Like someone that. Well, people can be hide it. Right. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. But I mean, I guess. So that's that's the other thing. Right. Just be respectful. Be honest. If if you're not a good fit for someone, don't don't force it. Right. There's going to be plenty of other people out there who you are a good fit. with. Right. That that was something we've said before in the past is that. It's you're not going to be a good fit with everybody and they're not going to be a good fit with you. And that's totally fine. People are um, are interested in different body types. They're in, interested in different types of sexual experiences. There are different things that turn them on. And there's plenty of people out there that have the same um, interests as you and same types of attraction to things as you. You just have to find them. Right. So right. You, you were pretty lucky that you you were able to click with a couple people pretty quickly. But it doesn't happen that fast for no, everyone. Right. And I think people sometimes have to find their groove, but you can't force it because it's not worth it. Because this one guy, whether he was dishonest or he thought that they were on the same page, he gets there and he's just looking for a different experience than they're wanting. So, um, and then that's done now. That was a one and done. There's no coming back. And, um, and if, if she wasn't into it, then I'm sure he probably got that vibe as well. And it wasn't a good experience for him either. So, and, and be honest about your sexual capabilities. That's another big complaint that couples had was they would be talking with single men. Well, you know, I, uh, I can go all night. I can do it, you know, three or four times. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I'm this big and they show up and they're not that big. They can't get one erection, let alone three or four. Mm-hmm. They have performance anxiety and it's an awkward night for everyone. And it's a short night for everyone. And it's thanks for coming. Bye-bye. Well, I'm actually a little curious about the guy that you said was going soft during the gangbang. I mean, like, how do you go soft during a gangbang like that? I know it's, you know, there are different physical reasons why that might happen, but you would think that that would be such a turn on and it'd be, and you're in her vagina at the moment, right? How, how is, how is that happening? Like, I would just think that that would be. I think it's more of a mental issue. I think right, so for too. some reason, something yeah. was probably going on mentally for this person. Or that, maybe he was tired or maybe he yeah. was ready to be done. Like, I mean, that's like not everyone has the same stamina. Right. And it'd right, be hard right. to find a room full of people that match like that. Right. right so, right. OK, sorry. So you're going. No, that's true. So. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, you know, protect yourself again online. Be respectful. Right. Be honest about your sexual capabilities. Um, and, you know, reach out to people. And, and just say, hey, how you doing? You know, um, read their profiles. We've, I think we've talked about this a lot when we've talked about SLS. Read, that's another big complaint about people. They might have a long profile. It might take you three or four minutes to read through it. Maybe even a little longer. But if you go on there, especially as a single guy again, because there's, there's very little margin for error with single guys. Yeah. So if you, you go get on one there, chance. <laughs> yeah, if you go on there, right, and your response is, hey, look at your pictures. Nice tits. Um, I'd like to fuck you in the ass, right? Or something like this is what guys literally do. And then you go into the profile. They're like, you know, we want someone who's like respectful, you know, don't 
don't ask us if we're into anal sex because, you know, right, right. right? they're going to be like, first of all, you're rude because you're coming on here. Nice tits, blah, blah, blah. Right. No, you can like say something like, hey, I like your photos. They look really sexy. They look really nice. Right. It's a sex site. So people know that that's what you're ultimately there for. But you don't have to go right to nice tits. Right. It can be you can just say something more complimentary, a right. little bit more classy. Right. Um, Although there are people out there that might be excited by a statement like that, right? Very, right. very few. But, but it but. is, yeah. But they're definitely the fewer people, right? Yeah. And and they still may look at the fact that you came out of the gate with a little class and a little respect as something that they can work with, right? Even though you didn't come out and say something that might be what they really want, they might during the conversation be like, "Hey, thanks for reaching out. You know, appreciate your comments." Um, hey, one of the things that we're really into, I don't know if this is something you can do, but we like things a little bit more rough and a little bit more dirty. Right. Right. So are you that type of person? Right. Will you be like, if we want you to come here and I want you to say these things to my wife, can you? Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Right. right. So those things can happen. But I think all in all, you're, you're going to be way ahead of the game if you come in with a little bit more respect in class than something stupid right off the rip like a 16 year old horny high school kid. Right. Right. And, just seen his first. You can't move. say anything else. Nice, right. Nice. So in all your experiences, you've told us how to meet people, the things you've liked the best. What other advice do you have for any listener about getting involved in the more alternate lifestyle? So start slow, right? Start slow. You don't have to jump into an all out. Like maybe, maybe if you're, if you're a single person looking to meet up with a couple, you can still go slow. You can still set up your profile on one of these sites, talk to people through chat, and you don't have to rush anything along. You don't have to force yourself into a situation. You can go out and meet for drinks. You can go out and meet for coffee. Get to know them a little bit. Get a feeling for them. Do you feel comfortable with, this, with these people? Are they who they say they are? Yeah. Do their before, profile pictures. Before you get there. Right? Yeah. You don't, yeah, you don't want to go to someone's house or hotel for a meetup and you get there and they're like, who the fuck are you? You look nothing like the people on the site, right? That gets really awkward. But it's a lot easier if you're in like a drink coffee situation. You might not, you'll be like, yeah, this isn't right for me because I don't like the way they look, right? It's just not hitting me sexually attractive or it's not what they look like. And you can, you can back out of the situation much more gracefully. Yeah. And you know right? what, that, as you're saying that, I think your experiences are a little bit different than what many people experience, which is many people meet the people prior. Right. That is very common, even if it's for a drink and then they go to a hotel or it's for a drink one night and then they plan a meetup for right. another night. That is very common in the lifestyle. Right. And, and, and if you're a couple, like I said, you, you should still go slow. Maybe you're looking to bring someone into your world. You don't have to, you know, jump right into it. If that's something that you're considering as a couple, you don't have to jump right into an actual human coming in. Start with the toys. See how that feels for you guys. Right. Maybe you advance to meeting up with someone. Um, I don't know, maybe, maybe have someone come in and watch you have, and watch you have sex, right? Mm. How does it feel to you yeah. to have someone in the room with you while you do that? Yeah. Um, maybe limit what your partner does, right? Maybe you want to bring in a woman for your husband, or you want to bring in a man for your wife, whatever it is, right? You want to have that person there. Maybe that person can be involved, but on a very minimal level. Right. Right. And just say, and you can just say to them, Hey, we're new to this. We don't know how far we want to go. This is what we're think, what we want to start with. We're trying to just get a feel for how this feels for us. 
And if, if you're dealing with someone who understands that, I think your situation will be fine. But don't feel like you need to rush into anything. Just take it slow and what feels good for you. Awesome. So that was fun. It was great to kind of learn a little bit more about your experiences. I'm sure all the listeners will enjoy those hot steamy stories too. And if they have more, again, just reach out at lovesexpodcast at gmail.com, lovesexpodcast at gmail.com. You can ask anything you want to ask, but they were good questions, really good questions. And I think really what the lifestyle and the site is really like. So good, good interview. I'm for you, Alice. Kudos. Thank you. Any I other, enjoyed it too. Any other questions? We uh, No, I, I think I wrapped up all the questions for today. If I think of more, we'll be back for a part two. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> this is actually almost an hour and a half long. Oh, yeah. So I know this is much longer than our typical format, but um, hard to wrap this one up quickly in an hour, but hopefully you stay with us for the whole thing because this is as real as it gets. Um, but like I said, let us know if you have any questions. Let us know if you want to come on, if you've been in the lifestyle and you want to share some of your experiences, we would love to hear more. We would love to have you share your experiences with the rest of the listeners out there, because this is just a topic that everyone's interested in. Yeah. Right? People want to know about this because I think a lot of people do have this fantasy. They share this fantasy of, of doing these things. So um, this is how we all learn and learn from each other. Hey, thank you so much for stopping by. We're going to stop it here. We appreciate you guys spending all of this time with us, you know, we appreciate it very much. Um, until the next show, be safe, be kind, and have fun with your fantasies. <laughs>